anymore. If the FBI doesn't use it anymore, then I don't trust it. They don't. <laughs> and and call me on that, you guys. Maybe I'll put in a clip here of uh, an FBI interrogator. They do not do this. So as an FBI agent, one of the things that I would do to make people comfortable was I always made sure that they would sit next to the door. You know, on television, you always see the suspect sitting in the corner of the room. That is third grade interviewing. Graduate level interviewing is you sit them near the door. Why? There's greater psychological comfort there. My name is Joe Navarro, and for 25 years, I was a spy catcher with the FBI, and I am a nonverbal communications expert. They build trust and put the suspect in a position of power, and they usually have an expert psychologist or therapist in there with them. If they're not in the room with them, they're behind the, the two-way glass. Oh, you mean someone who specializes in criminology? No, somebody who specializes in psychology. Yeah, a lot a lot of criminologists also are psychologists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which um, would make sense for them to like work with the FBI on criminals. I I think they get expert therapists and psychologists that aren't they don't need to be expert criminologists. Yeah, they probably don't have in to. In fact, be. it probably looks better in court. If they're mm. not criminologists, they don't have a buy-in for this guy to to give evidence or anything they are there strictly for the mind and conversation you know what i mean maybe yeah so um i'm curious what what you guys think um i feel like we covered pretty much everything a good example of why so many people have an issue with the read technique why the fbi the cia the other three letter organizations aren't using these anymore they are outdated and they are old and they don't work they're deceptive and they're manipulative and nobody's in a position of power in this situation yeah if you want to cork uh coerce a confession a false confession then go ahead use the read technique <laughs> yeah yeah i'm 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 curious, do you think that Dylan Mortensen's and Bethany Funk's now statement could be the outcome of a situation like this? I think there's a possibility, but I, I have think there's no a possibility idea. too. Because I have zero idea. Why did Bethany Funk's come out? I mean, why did Dylan's come out and not Bethany's? Yeah. Until literally just a couple months ago. And then you hear the defense saying it's exculpatory, which is a bit odd. The one that doesn't come out is exculpatory in some way. Yep. That's odd. Yep. And understand, you guys, that both sides can use these techniques. I'm speaking against them, whether it's defense using them or prosecution using them. They don't work. They are scary and they are abusive and they don't work. Nobody can tell when somebody's lying. Nobody. Ever. You can tell when someone's in stress, and that can be a, an indicator of lying, but that that is not an indicator. Like, that's not a definitive answer of lying. Yeah, so. you can tell, like, um, like, little red flags. Stress signals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I was watching one interview before we close this out. And uh, what was he? I think it was like DEA or something like that. And he was talking about uh, how he interrogates. And, and he was like, you know, I, I was interrogating this woman one time. 
and she was giving me all the signals that there was something more there, you know, and uh, I didn't want to press her harder and make her uncomfortable. So I, I just decided to flat out ask her, like, what's going on with you? I, I can tell something's wrong. I can tell you're stressed out. What's going on here? And uh, she responded and said, well, you you said that this conversation was going to be short and I only put two dollars in the, the parking meter and I've been watching my watch and it's about to be up in 30 seconds. Yeah, those were the stressors he was seeing. Her worrying about parking. <laughs> Her worrying about getting a ticket it, because she's parked at the police station and thought she was only going to be in there for a couple minutes, which is, you know, a common interrogation tactic to, to start a conversation. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but uh, it ended up lasting way longer. And now she's yeah. worried about getting a ticket. Yeah, there's too many variables. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Sure. So let me know what you guys think. I mm -hmm. hope you enjoyed this. I can go further into this and I can actually connect sales techniques that I use every day uh, with some of the history I've had in the interrogations I've been in uh, and some of these techniques. So as you were saying that I took a drink and it just went. Psh. Oh, yeah. It's Where? just great. <laughs> on you or on? On my sleeve. Mm. It just was like, Doop. save it for later. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Where's Waldo? Yes. There it is. It popped up. Okay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey. Annie, I just hope everything is okay. Uh, I've been there, so... I um, have, too. I've yeah. had kidney problems before. They're no fun. I hope it goes okay. Just don't let it stress you out. Stress is never a good thing in any situation. It doesn't promote healing. Here, healing. Yes, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. But if you gotta head out early, that's okay, Anne. Of course, we want you to take care of yourself. Oh, no outfits, the horror of it. Yeah, I know. I wore the earrings though. I got the yeah. earrings on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, what do you guys think about it? Yeah, that was recorded last week. Those are our pre-record, pre part of our pre-recorded podcast. They're clips. Um, we should show up in our costumes to stream one night, though. Yeah, yeah. I, that would be fun. I mean, now we have quite a few costumes because when we were still doing, um, uh, when we were still doing politics, we were already wearing costumes like every once in a while. So we got a few. We should be able to make it every week of October. Yep. That's the goal. But hey, Casey. Hey, Michael. Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. Riddler, Tony. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't been throwing members up on here. Hello, everybody. 
And of course, apologies. And did you even put up Anne? Sorry, sorry. You. <laughs> oh, was I messing with my hair? Rumsey. Yes. Hello, Rumsey. And Joanne. Yeah, and Joanne. Yes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So uh, I guess before we dig into it and dig into the read technique, some of the major questions that came up when I was researching that, um, and now some of the questions that I have, especially since so much information has come out over the last few days, it's it, it's made even more questions pop up. Um, just want to let everybody know and do the intro. We appreciate all of you for being here and welcome to the True Crime Talk Show by Thought Riot Podcast. And uh, if you're on Spotify, you're seeing the video. If you're on Apple, uh, Google, Amazon, any of the other hundred podcast platforms that we're on, um, we appreciate all of you. I know some of you are listening a few days behind, but we want your feedback all the same as everyone in the live chat right now. So please let us know how you feel about the show. If you have any suggestions, if uh, there's something you feel like could be done better, leave them in the comments, leave us a rating um, that helps our show get out there to more people, you know, and eventually we'll be able to do this more full time. And we have a whole bunch of ideas with that. So we appreciate all of you and welcome to the show. I am Malia. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. Um, <laughs> wait, what's my name? I don't know. Waldo, I think. Yes. That's it. Oh, wait. All the audio listeners couldn't see. So we just did a premiere for all the audio listeners. And if you're an audio listener, man, this video, in my opinion, was really good because I learned so much doing the research and trying to verify and prove that Idaho is using this technique and that they don't differentiate between an interrogation and a conversation. Um, so I learned a ton, a ton. And in that video, we were wearing costumes. So if you're an audio listener, you got to come over to YouTube and watch that video. That video is so good. You're missing out if you don't. So, um, yeah. And, and you have a light bulb because you're a month two member. Yes, yes, yes. And it'll change next month too. But thank you so much for being on your second month with us. That's amazing. Yes, we appreciate you and appreciate that. And here, I'm going to... I'm going to promote a little bit while we're on here so I don't have to touch on it again. So tomorrow we are doing the, uh, where is it? The GPS data. This one's important, you guys. This one's really, really, really important because this is the second. This is the part two and the follow-up to the uh, cell phone triangulation. We had a lot of people who 
have this idea and belief that GPS is gathered from the carrier. It is not. It is not gathered from the carrier. Uh, there are certain things that I guess could fall under. Uh, G it, it's not GPS. It's coordinates. Okay. And uh, cell phone towers can give a rough estimate of coordinates, but it cannot give you the GPS location. And we're going to be breaking this down tomorrow and going over this and how it could have uh, added to or taken from the Idaho four case. And it's an incredible topic in my opinion. Yeah. I think it was uh, needed to cover it because so many people commented about your cell tower thing and talking about the satellites and the satellites actually on the underground have been a big topic. I it's, it's just because people don't understand that the satellite data does not come from wireless. It is completely separate altogether. It, you cannot call your cell phone company and be like, hey, I need to get my GPS data on this phone. It does not work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's either a manufacturer or um, more than likely it is app data. More than likely it is app data. I think what a lot of people get it confused with is geolocation. Now, geolocation is a blended uh, is a, a blended report that gives coordinates of uh, trilateration and triangulation. I I wasn't sure if I was going to remember trilateration. Uh, trilateration and triangulation, uh, and and that comes up with coordinates that your cell phone company can issue you, but they cannot issue you GPS data. GPS comes from a chip that is it, that is. Uh, in your phone from your manufacturer, I don't know what my camera's doing. It what? is like washing us out. I don't know. But uh, but be there tomorrow. Tomorrow it's at the same time, 8.15 Central Standard, Chicago time, baby. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. So we can get right into this. The... Uh, uh, Hello, hello, everybody. Yes. Welcome. Um, so, for the read technique, okay, some of the questions. I guess we'll start off with a question. When, when I was doing research into the read technique, the read technique does not differentiate between the interrogation or a conversation and both start exactly the same both start at step one the only difference is is if the conversation makes the officer believe that they could be a likely suspect it then transitions at step three into an interrogation but both a conversation and an interrogation are approached from the the police officer not believing that the the person in front of them is being honest they are approaching the situation from a case of dishonesty every time no matter what wild right isn't that strange it is strange because i feel like if you're already coming into it with that bias you're going to subconsciously and also intentionally try to force an outcome 
that may not be the correct one. Like you're, you're always trying to, you're assuming the person in front of you is guilty, trying to force the confession. Mm -hmm. And some people cave to that more easily than others. Agreed. And some people don't know their rights. (laughs) And some people when faced with confrontation cannot, they can't face it back head on. Dude. So some people may end up giving in to you to get it to stop because it's too much yes and prime example is uh is dr moore you guys and i'm so glad you said that because i think anybody that's a salesperson or in a sales industry has come across people that you're right get a lawyer so i want everybody that's listening to this whether you're re-watching whether you're an audio listener whether you're live no matter what you are uh, innocent people get lawyers, not the other way around. Anybody who says guilty people get lawyers, no, that is BS. They they are full of it. Uh, innocent people get lawyers. Innocent people get lawyers every time. And uh, but there are people out there, and there is no way to know. When I walk up to somebody in my job. And uh, I, I introduce myself. Hey, I'm Brendan. Um, I was hoping we could just have a couple minute conversation. You know, I know you're a busy person. I understand that you have a business to run, um, but I'm here to help your business. If you just give me, you know, two minutes, two minutes is all I need. Um, there are people out there that cannot help but cave to that. And then you get into a real funky situation later because they are people that can't say no. They don't know how to because it causes so much internal stress in them that they they don't have the ability to say, stop, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to continue this conversation anymore. There, I, There's a lot more people out there than I think most people realize that, that can't say that. Agree with you. And Rumsey, um, she made this comment in response to Ian. Most of the time when it's interrogation, the detective has evidence to support this line of questioning. Uh, And Ian's comment was, I've noticed that just in general day-to-day life, when people have the attitude that you're lying, they're going to see everything in the worst light possible, cop or not. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Joanne said she'll do anything to avoid confrontation. Yeah. not anything, but you know know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. And, and what, what I will say, Rumsey, is you're right. That's step one in the read interrogation. However, it is worded very carefully and says, gather as much evidence as is possible. So if you're in a situation where you don't have a, a lot of evidence, what they're going to start doing is just pulling people in and they are trained from day one. The second that you walk in that let let me try and find a read technique image, a picture to show you. And I can point out what the read technique is and how it is already uh, a, a, a subconscious game of guilt before they even enter the room. And it's important to understand that these people, uh, this is the same for the conversation too. All right, hang on one second here. Let me pull it up. Casey, I saw your um, you asking about where are the tomatoes. I made a 
tomato that's like splat you know what i mean <laughs> like being thrown i just posted it in the chat hopefully you can see it if you cannot see it or cannot use the emoji to those all of you members um you may have to just hit the refresh button and then make sure you put it back in live chat not top chat okay so here we go and what's funny is i was able to find this so fast you guys so fast so what you're seeing here, this looks like an everyday normal interview, okay? And just remember that interviews are conducted the same as interrogations. Interviews are the same as interrogations. And it's done in the same way, in the same rooms, in the same setup, in the same disadvantage for the person the police officer is talking to. So you're set up for failure right away. And uh, so this guy here, okay, the read technique helps teach officers that you need to take power away from the person that you're talking to. It's not a suspect. It's talking to anybody. All right. So what there, what is more like most likely happening? I can't see the door of course, but just based on everything else I'm seeing, I'm telling you the door is right here. The door is between this person and this officer. That is what they are trained to do. They are trained to put the person in the corner furthest from the door and they set up their interrogations conversation rooms around this then when the officer comes in he sits in between that person and the door which is giving him a a stature of power now on top of that they also put the officer in a chair that is taller than the person they are talking to. He's clearly taller. I bet this man is taller if they were to both stand up. I bet this man is taller than the officer, but there's intentionally a chair which is taller than the person they're talking to. Now, on top of that, this person's chair is a non-rolling chair. It is intentionally stuck to the ground or a flat post chair so that they feel stuck. They cannot move. They can't do anything with their chair. And the officer is intentionally given a rolling chair and they are suggested to roll around in a freeing motion, separating themselves from the person they're talking to. They are already coming in in a position of power in in a subconscious way before the conversation even starts, before it even starts. And they conduct this in the same way, whether they are having a conversation or it is a full-blown interrogation. So the one thing I wanted to be able to prove on that video was, is Idaho using the read technique? They are, 100% they are. And that that image that I pulled up, which I'll I'll go back to, I'll pull it up on here so we can look at it again. Um, but they had their uh, what what was it? Their heightened course, like their level two advanced training course for all of the law enforcement in the area that that is for state police. Uh, I forget if it included sheriff's department or not, um, but it also included local police, and it was within one hour's driving distance of Moscow. Moscow, Moscow, no tomatoes. All right. Um, Throw all the tomatoes. Right. But um, it's interesting. It's interesting because it, it, it makes me wonder. And I've thought from the very beginning, okay, why are we seeing 
Dylan's statement evolve? Why are we seeing Bethany's statement evolve? Why did it start as him, as Fry coming out and saying, no, 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 no. I didn't say that we had eyewitnesses. I said that we had survivors or whatever he said. Yeah. Um, and uh, he and said, he said, I don't think I ever said they were witnesses. I said they were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Like they were present at the home. Not that they saw it, essentially. My ADHD brain. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is what now what now why has it turned from that to now two eyewitnesses we had one and now two eyewitnesses how many times have they been called in to have a conversation using the read technique putting them in a position of disadvantage in a corner being told by the cops that we're you don't need a lawyer we're just having a conversation i'm on your side here i know you're a victim uh you don't need a lawyer i just want to understand yeah and and this is once they've taken the next step to pulling you into the police station you know there's there's the in the field interviews where you're just reporting information and you know they don't have any evidence to even bring you down to the police station. You're just like a random witness. You know what I mean? But I feel like in this situation specifically with Bethany and Dylan, them being there, um, not calling 911 for eight hours, you know, Better all example. of the circumstances surrounding the case that I feel like they almost definitely would have been pulled into the police station to have a talk. And if they're pulling you in, then they have enough suspicion and or evidence to question you. Wow. I didn't know that the read was copied from uh, World War Two. you know. Um, what? You talked about the guy who developed it. Yeah, but they he, he was an American man. He was a Chicago police officer. But that doesn't so mean he copied it from somewhere else. That doesn't mean it wasn't gathered from something else. The the same baseline of of techniques, right? Because mm -hmm. look, in in any industry, you guys, is any industry anymore creating something new? No, there is no recreating the wheel. It's just uh, regurgitating most of the time, right? Most of the time. I guess that doesn't fall true for uh, technology. But this right here is a much better example. While Malia's looking at comments. So I already have this highlighted, you guys. This was this is an example because I wanted to get a recent one so that we can prove that these techniques are not dated. We're not talking about some dated example. This is a juvenile child from September of 2023, one month ago. Okay. And I I couldn't find out if he was guilty or not because they ended up dropping the charges. But he apparently broke into a house and stole some guns or something like that. And they ended up dropping charges completely because of these techniques. And this was in September of 2023. That kid there, I think, is 16 or 17 years old. But look at where the door is. Just like I told you, completely separate example. Look at the chair style he's in. He is in a much lower chair where that, that officer is literally towering over him. How, how terrifying must that be? This kid doesn't even have a fully formed frontal lobe. That doesn't happen until 28, 29, 30 years old, okay? And this 17-year-old, 16-year-old, I forget what he was, but whatever, 
uh, is sitting there in a chair in the corner, meant to felt like feel like they have absolutely no power whatsoever. They've taken it all away from them. You have a cop who's sitting in a rolling chair, rolling around, freeing, completely freed, it, heads above him, peering down on him, separating him between the corner and the door, and saying that that book right there that is on the table is full of evidence against you. We got you, son. This is all evidence against you. We got you, okay? They are literally instructed in the read technique to walk in with a thickly, 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 <laughs> thick binded or a thick folder to make it look like they have a whole bunch of evidence that they don't. And that, here, let me play this real quick. Mm -hmm. So let me find it. I'll give you guys the, the breakdown real quick here, too. Wait. Nope, that's not it. Hang on. Oh, right here. Okay, so this is in California, you guys. Um, this is in California. I know most of you saw this already, but I'm just going to use this as an example. This person was pulled in asking to have a conversation. They were not pulled in as a suspect. That's why I included this video. And I should have explained that when we were talking about this on there. But he was brought in just to have a conversation. And this is the read style of a conversation. It's insane, dude. And they're they say they have all this evidence against them. I have a disc with video showing that you were shooting on the highway. This was a highway shooter. Somebody with a gun shooting at cars on a like a very serious situation. And they randomly pulled this guy in because someone named him that I think this guy could possibly have what it takes to do a crime like this. The cops pull him in and treat him like this. And I just want to give a shout out to this content creator. Make sure you guys check. Analyze, but our crime lab. Okay? All this is and a lot. It has been shown that bullets that were recovered from our crime scenes came from that gun Hi. okay now is there don't uh, explain to me how my gun got out of pond without me absolutely because we I seized it we seized it okay okay um, obviously lie. we've done a lot of work on this and done a lot of investigative work talked to a lot of people you just saw a couple and look where he's at right here in the upper upper left hand picture you guys there's the door and there's the corner and he's in a chair lower than the rest of these officers that could be his height, but I'm telling you, it, this is the read technique 101 here. And they are more than likely in rolling chairs, these two officers, and he is in a small stuck chair. And this is a conversation. He wasn't even a suspect, you guys. A couple people that we've talked to today, we've talked to numerous people regarding this, numerous people that know you. And uh, so we got to feel. I have no idea. I mean, if we get in there, well, here's here's the thing. Nobody's been hurt yet. Okay. Okay. Nobody got hurt. Fire. Nobody got hurt. A single shot on the freeway. Well, I'm sorry. Right. I go down the shooter road and I go down the BIR and I shoot the water here. Listen, listen. I'm not going to argue the facts with no, you. No, I understand. So sir. I have the facts. I have the facts in here. Okay. And what I'm here is obviously this. Doesn't look good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's a and shock to me, bro. People, people do things. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're. Do you? Okay. So 
multiple things happened there, okay? He tried to clear himself. He tried to say, officer, let me tell you why it's not me. And the officer said, look, hey, 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 hey. I, I don't want to argue the facts. I have the facts. Those facts are right here, right here. All of that folder on the desk is fake. And this was a conversation, not an interrogation. Oh. It's so scary. It is terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying stuff. And he is completely innocent. His gun wasn't used. Uh, he wasn't anywhere near the crime. His family wasn't anywhere near the crime. This, this is happening to him because someone said, hey, I think this guy has the behavioral traits that it takes for someone to do this. Twenty-five percent plus false confessions. That's exactly what happened to Doctor Moore. They came in there and was like, "We're gonna be. We can throw the book at you. Look, we got all of this. You're going down for murder one, unless you confess. We'll take it easy on you then." Right here. Frustrated. Maybe things are going on in their personal life. Same exact thing. Hey, crime sleuthing. Hello, hello. Up here a little bit. What? Hello, hello. Hope you're doing well tonight. Yes, I hope you're doing well and welcome. And hey, Gina. Hey, Gina. We're for real live. Yes. How are you? Hey, it's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> all, all my experience, I, I've, I've never been put in a room like this, you guys. All my experience is her interrogating me. Yep. Exactly. Your weapon was involved in it. I, have I got video in there. I got video in there. So if you need to see that video to sit there and prove the Look, it literally says right here. And I want to get a, give a shout out too. So the video we're watching right now is from Beside the Dying Fire, and they have a whole bunch of interview techniques. And actually, I think they're pro-read technique, if I'm remembering correct. Oh. I, I am completely anti-read technique, but uh, they do awesome work, just incredible work. So make sure you guys check them out. We want to give them a shout out and uh, getting a shout out here on you know all the podcast platforms. If you guys are interested in uh, interrogation, videos they got them too along with uh uh crime circus crime circus cult so yeah absolutely when this is over let's catch up on a few comments yes 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 the point rather than being oh, a man rather than, than being a man and just admit I'll tell you what, he literally just said to this guy rather than be a man and just admit that you did this you want to tell me the truth oh. what and I went to 44th Street and Chandler Boulevard because I had a job there. Her name's Nancy Lutz. We did her yard. This has nothing to do with anything to do. This has nothing to do with your work or any of this. Okay, well I'm telling you, I have not found. You're familiar with what I am telling you. You know. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I follow them. I can't follow shit. I'm not even talking about your Facebook anymore. I'm talking. I'm talking. There's there. There's no. It's just not out of the blue that you're here, Leslie. You do, you it know, really is because I've not fired my it's not, out of, it's, it's, it's not out of the blue. You're here for a reason. Here's the thing. I know what happened. I just don't know why. That classic, classic, 
classic. I I would almost bet money on the Idaho Four girls getting pulled in the and survivors. Yep, and police saying, "I I I know what happened. I just don't know why it happened." Yeah, you know that is literally classic one hundred one. Read manipulation tactics. That is not allowing somebody to even give you the truth. Like, why do you even put someone in that room if the whole goal is for you to say you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, lying, shut your mouth, don't tell me the truth, you're lying. That is literally what the read technique is for a conversation and an interrogation. Well, I think also the important part is that we already have developed better techniques. A hundred percent, dude. And I'll, at the end of this, just real quick, I'll pull the guy up on the screen. The FBI. The only person that has an answer is you, bro. I can't tell you why, because I didn't do it. I don't know how to tell you or what to make you, what to say here, man. Well, uh, well, what I'm trying to figure out is why it happened. But I, I don't know what to tell you on that, dude. My gun is man. Okay, so why would someone who's kind of close to you tell you that they think you are capable of going and doing something like that. That's the only honest piece in this entire clip here is that right there. Somebody said that you were capable of doing this thing. That caused this. Oh, was that my boss? You get a hold of mask on that? No, I'm just saying. You just said somebody close to you. Why would somebody close to you sit there and say that you were capable of doing? It? Dude, if you get a polygraph yeah, right now, if you get a polygraph right now, I'll pass that shit because I have not. So you're willing to take a polygraph? I'll fucking take one right now, dude. Okay. You weren't doing the shootings, yes, sir. I spoke with your wife. And you know what's even worse? There, you you know, polygraphs thirty percent of the time in the overall population they don't work. And she said that she was with you on the 29th mm -hmm. all day. Mm -hmm. She said she was with you all day the 30th. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? That's a weekend, man. And now that he and now that he said he's willing to do a polygraph, they are now trying to get him to finger his wife. What? As that's what they're doing. They're trying to get him to finger his wife as the shooter. Yeah, oh, I'm just asking you. Not, not, yeah, I think, happened. I believe. Yes, talking about point, a crime. Point, the, is that the case? I'm with my wife, baby. No. You, when you're fingering somebody for, like, blame. Oh, no, okay. Any day I'm not at work, I'm with so, my wife and kids. So if that's the case, and these are dates that these shootings occurred, and you're telling me that you didn't do the shooting, so are you, you, so are you telling me? Right, so all right, then, well, then. Look at where That's I'm coming so with this. So messed up. Somebody no, had to do it. It wasn't my wife. It wasn't me, man. That is so messed up. So now you're willing to take a polygraph, then give us your wife. Where Where is dude? Right here, this guy. <clears throat> yeah, so this guy... Uh, he has extensive videos on YouTube, and I'll pull it up. And uh, he was a um, he was an interrogator 
for the FBI, for the CIA, for the DEA, literally all the federal departments in training and technique interrogation. And he has not used anything read related as long as he's been working for them. Joe Navarro. So why, why is the police departments nationwide using this? I don't get it. I'm going to use the restroom real quick. Okay. I'm going to catch up on comment. He's been talking forever. But I did see some interesting comments, but there's been a ton since I went through and highlighted them. So... Sarge, crime shows on stream or otherwise are designed to show you how the system gets bent, but only because the outcome is always right. That's what crime shows teach us. Unlike streams like this, that's that's a really good point. Um, Rumsey, I'm really curious what your training is. Have you told us that before? You were speaking on your experience and them getting evidence before they like use this interrogation technique and like pull you into the police station were you law enforcement before has rumsey said before in the chat that she was like previously law enforcement she said something about experience and training that is what i will forever do is just say lawyer i will not say anything ask for lawyers Absolutely. Forever and ever. Especially after learning everything I've learned and like looking more into crime and just lawyer. Yeah, yeah. They they dude, I I think that I think that police have pushed this idea out there that guilty people ask for lawyers and that is just not true casey said i used to think if i was innocent then i should just cooperate i was so wrong i mean that's what the police want you to think though that's what they tell you is like if you're innocent then just cooperate you don't have anything to hide and you know the times when i was interrogated when i was younger when i was a troublemaker when if, if i had a part in it is when i wouldn't say lawyer because I felt like I needed to prove myself. Right. You wanted to manipulate the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. How about a vibrating massage chair to relax the perp? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I wonder if it would work at no, all. No, it wouldn't work. It, it's simple tactics. Simple <laughs> tactics. Like this guy, Joe Navarro, says. He puts the, he puts the suspect right by the door. Because... Let's be real. I said it in this in this video. There is like five locked doors between that door and the outside. They aren't going anywhere. Right. What does it matter right. if they're next to the door? If that makes them feel like there is a level of trust between you and that they can be honest, open, and, and straight up with you, put them by the door. Give them a rolling chair. Let them sit higher than you. Let them feel like they're controlling the conversation. Sales have changed. And um, Sarge actually said this, I think, during 
the premier saying that uh, he he was or is in sales too. And uh, by the time you're done with the conversation, um, they're asking you for service. And that's literally how it should well, be. Well, they feel like they're missing out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's essentially the same thing, whether they're asking you like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I needed these things. I didn't even notice until you showed me, until you pointed them out, you know? Right. Uh, that's exactly what should be going on in a conversation and an interrogation. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that I'm in such a bad position here that I, if I just cooperate, you know, there's a likelihood I could get reduced sentence, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever. Um, but at, that, that should be the angle. Yeah. So I thought this was a good comment too. The issue though, is that the survivor's statements haven't evolved. The stories about their statements have evolved. We haven't heard a word from either. Now that's a, that's a good point, but I don't think Bethany yeah, had a statement have. in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was a statement in the there beginning wasn't. from Bethany, at least not that we knew of, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of evidence. I'm I'm right there with you, Casey. I think that is an awesome call out because you're right that we cannot know everything. It is impossible to know everything about that. But we have seen that they've evolved because when and the evidence to back that up is when the case started, when they started going in front of the judge at court, um, Bethany did not have an eyewitness account or they weren't talking about it, I guess, which would seem super unlikely um, since they've been trying to get Bethany in and out and finding out what's going on and everything like that. Um, but it doesn't seem like she had an eyewitness account. Now, all of a sudden she does, right? Yeah, now, it's very, very, does. very possible that it was taken initially and it we just didn't know about it because it was there when they were going to do the um, the hearing before the secret grand jury happened. I'm blanking on what it's called. Yeah, but it was there because Ann Taylor was going to call her to testify. Yeah, so it was there. That that's already after like a month or two, though, which that that could just be that could have been in her back pocket. I get it. I understand that. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's not possible. Right. I think the whole point of this is opening up the potential of these theories and critical critically thinking about how this could have happened realistically. Yeah, but Bethany disappeared. So I think even even if there was an evolution, I mean, it, it would have happened in that short amount of time right after the crime. I don't think it would have happened over these months. She, she didn't disappear. She disappeared from the public's eye. She did not disappear from the court's eye. The court and police knew where she was. Um. But there's this comment by Sarge. Uh, I advocate a lot about police cor corruption, and this interrogation system is a huge example of it, and it is trained for use. Uh, yeah. A phenomenal call-out. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and so I, I despise it because the worst part about it is like, look, if they're using these corrupt techniques, wouldn't you at least expect them to work? They don't. And they don't. The statistics <laughs> show that they don't. And Casey... Yep, that's right. 72-hour hold. That's happened to me before, and that sucks. 
they don't work. And absolutely, you can lawyer up even if a cop just approaches you on the streets. You have you, the right to remain silent. Absolutely. Very good thing to say, Rumsey. And I, have you, oh, I should have put one of those in there. But have you guys seen, there are countless amounts of videos out there where uh, cops will knock on a door, right, to do questioning. And when you open the door, their first move is to stick their foot between the door and your door jam, whatever, the, the door jam to close it um, and don't let you close it. And then I've seen, I can't tell you how many times I've seen where someone's like, look, I don't want to talk. I'm going inside and they go to close the door. And if the door touches their foot, they rip them out of the house and arrest them. So shady. Even in that situation, what about the Mississippi situation? Okay, uh, not just the Mississippi. If you go on YouTube right now and look up, you know, uh, person hit hits cop with door on their foot, like you're gonna find countless amounts of videos, countless, wow. because that is their first thing they do. As soon as you open that door, they stick their foot between the door and you closing it. It is shady, man. Where's Waldo? Shady. <laughs> well, isn't, it, isn't it funny how cartoon that costume made me look? Even right there in the picture. Straight up like a cartoon. Dude. Somebody said earlier it was like horrifying or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of felt the same, to be honest. Me too. It was kind of scary just I, looking at your face. When I put the costume on, my first thought in the mirror was like, Oh, where's my eyebrows? This makes me look so strange. That is the look first it. thing you said to me. You're like, I, know. I can't see my eyebrows. They're gone because the glasses. <laughs> Michael said, oh, is that what interrogation is, Brendan? <laughs> Big thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, you were hauled in once, demanded my lawyer, never heard from the cops again, Tony. Uh, well. You got it good there. You got it good there. Because a lot of times that. They they have techniques to slow that down, right? Where they're not asking you questioning. They're asking you, look, are you sure that you want to talk to a lawyer? Are you sure? Because in my experience, it has nothing to do with this case, but in my experience, uh, only guilty people ask for lawyers and you can't come back from that. You know what I mean? Are you sure you don't want to just continue talking to us just a little bit? I I don't think you have anything to do with it. If you did, I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, uh, so so Dara said seems abusive compared to the peace technique. The cop Rumsey said the cop was hostile to the start. Agreed. And Dara said, get what you give. And I think that's a really good comment. Absolutely. You're going to get what you give. Yeah. Don't. I think actually the interrogations where I've seen where they're more trying to get the suspect to mirror like trust and like likability yeah. where they're where they're like warming up to them and like trying to make them almost like they're trying to make a friend yeah I, yes. it feels like they've i don't know it feels much different see there are then you feel like they feel the criminal i feel like at that point might feel like they owe you the truth and that's what you're looking for so there are subconscious human reactions, things that we all do that we don't even realize that we're doing. And uh, just an example of those, like when, when I'm trying to sell to someone, okay, I, one of the key things that I look for to know if they are bought into the conversation I'm having that they're having with me is if they start mimicking 
the body language that I'm portraying. So I'm very, I, I pay very close attention to what I'm doing with my body. If I'm if I'm up against the counter, I'll lean with my right arm and put my put my left arm in my pocket or up on my hip because it's an awkward position to where like. A lot of people aren't going to stand like that. If the person in front of me starts mimicking me, comes over to the counter and leans against it or puts their arm in their pocket or up on their, their waist, then they are interested in what I'm saying. Or even the way, like if your head's cocked to one side, if they mirror you, that is a, a really good sign that they are trusting what you're saying and they are bought into the conversation. If you're close enough, pupils tell a lot. Pupils tell a whole lot of, uh, and in the moment too, it is immediate and in the moment where, uh, if you offend them, a lot of times they will constrict. If you, if they're bought into what you're saying, happy, gaining something from the conversation, uh, they will grow in size. And then if they're attracted to you, they're really big, but. Okay, uh, so Crime Sleuthin said, sounds like the interrogation of Brendan Avery, and he caved, but he's innocent. Yeah. I actually, who's Brendan Avery? Do you know who that is? I I think so. I think so. I, I just, I'm We're not good with names, but I believe so. Um, it's, it's the same thing with the guy that I brought up on the last video, too, and I don't remember his name either, but... Um, he got convicted of RA uh, in Texas, and uh, he uh, he he was falsely convicted or whatever. And they had a confession from him, which it, it was originally from DNA, and they also had a confession from him. Which what's that project called? The Truth um, Innocence. The Innocence Project. project. The Innocence Project. Yes. Uh, the Innocence Project approached him and was able to get all that thrown out. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in some cases, Tony, Tony asked, just asked for a lawyer. Why don't they listen to their rights? I mean, in some cases, like Dr. Moore, he asked for a lawyer multiple times. Yep. Like and, over 10 times. Yep. And sometimes they don't read rights. Like, I don't think Dr. Moore even got read his rights officially until like eight minutes in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Casey or they'll do it like this. You have the right to remain silent. Again, you say, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they go total sales. Like, uh, what's that called? Where they're like, you know, yeah, trying to buy something. But, but <laughs> even an auction. Yeah, but auction. even in the case where they actually read your rights, some people just don't handle that confrontation well. They they just don't handle it well. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain so, it. So there's this. But I am a person that, in some cases of confrontation, I shut down. And it can make me not think logically. It can make me not be able to like communicate well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get it. And I don't know how there, to explain it. There's a ton of people out there that are like that. A whole bunch of people out there that are like that. It depends and on the situation for me. There's other confrontations I can handle, but then there's some that I can't. It kind of depends. So there is this uh, technique that they use for underage kids that they're supposed to use that, in my opinion, it should be used with everybody. Every single person that's brought into uh, a conversation where it writes a red or not, it doesn't, it, it doesn't 
like if it's a suspect interrogation or a conversation, it doesn't matter if they're read their rights. What I think should happen is they get read to the person line by line. Do you understand that? Okay. So this one here, da, 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 da. do you understand that? Okay, good. This one here. Da, da, da. And then you ask them to read it back to you. That is, there's no, there's no workaround there. They will have gotten it. They will have read it themselves. They will have listened to you and broke it down. Uh, some people learn from audio. Some people learn from reading and doing it themselves, you know, it, it, and that covers kind of all the bases that you could cover. Yeah. Now, here is a big question, too, and I've been holding on to this one as we talked about this, um, but uh, I just lost it. That's okay. I'm trying point. to get through comments quick, and you, okay, just, yeah, you talk ahead. for five minutes sorry, on every comment. Sorry, sorry. Uh, my good friend I'm was a foster ranter. mom. This is from Casey. My good friend was a foster mom, Sunday school teacher, never even had a ticket, sweetest lady I know, and an RN just took a five year bid for murder, too, because they had her petrified of getting life. What? That's Dr. Moore, literally Dr. Moore. Life for murder one. And after the state's attorney laughed, he was glad she took it because he never would have got a conviction. Yep. Dr. Moore, literally. Casey, you should email us her case Uh and ask her if she wants it covered because that's literally Dr. Moore. It is. It is. And the Innocence Project is perfect. Yeah. The Innocence Project should seriously take her case. Uh Um, Yeah. You should email it to us. So um, here's something to chew on while you get through the rest of the comments, though. Are any of the conversations from the Idaho for whether it's Koberger, whether it is the two survivors, are they recorded? Hmm. Because if they're not shady, I call bs all the way around up and down through and through left and right top to bottom like that they better something's be going on they better be i recorded. know that Koberger's isn't we know that for sure which shady yeah uh crime sleuth and said and the cops can come back and tell you you failed the polygraph and that's true they can't come back and say you failed it even if you didn't mm-hmm when for 30% of the population, polygraphs don't work. Yeah, well, Michael said he can't take a poly. Why Why is that, Michael? And then we got this comment from uh, Princess. If you have any mental health problems or anything, you aren't supposed to do a polygraph as it affects the results. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, Isabella, in the UK, the police aren't allowed to lie to suspects during in- interrogations anymore. Dude, that's they a- changed it a while ago because it produced false confessions, among other issues. Exactly. There are so many European countries that do it right. I, I don't remember right now which country it is, but there's a certain country out there. Highlight Ian's. That's important. Okay. No, no, no. Like show it. The irony here is that most psychopathic people are probably the ones that are least likely to respond to these pressure tactics anyways. Right. Dude. Yeah. Hello. Um, but these other there's a there's a European country that gives their investigators, prosecutors, whatever you want to call it over there. I don't know what they call it, but they only give them like three hours. You're allowed to be interrogated. For three hours. And that is it because anything past that is considered inhumane. And that is incredible, dude. That forces 
police to have their evidence forces them. Do you think they're going to go into an interrogation and waste that three hours without perfect evidence to show them that they are the, the number one suspect of that crime? You know what I mean? Right. That's that's an amazing comment, Ian. Seriously. Yeah, it is. Um, there, Crime Sleuthin said, there's a hilarious defense law firm channel that has the <laughs> shut the F up Friday videos. <laughs> Wait. And it's what about it's not interrogation? Bruce it's not Bruce Rivers because he does say stop self snitching. He's one that does something like that, but Good. I don't think he has that. I, I'm Good. not sure that I know that channel. I'll have to check it out. I have to yeah. look it up. Um. So there are official statements from DM and BF. We just aren't allowed to see them yet. Police reports. Crime sleuth and said. Yeah. Yeah. No. There. There are. There are. But. Um. Based on what the police said in the beginning, the police said that they uh, they are not eyewitnesses. Right. Which from means, the beginning. Yes. Which means there are not statements. An eyewitness well, is can, a statement. They can give a statement and still not be called a witness. What? Can't they? No, not if you've seen not if you've seen something, then you are an eyewitness. Those. <laughs> Yeah, that that's he, what it is. He didn't officially say they're not a witness, though. He just said, I don't think I said they're a witness. I said they were there. Like, he left it very general, and I think that was intentional. Um, You think Peace, love, peace I said, I think Bethany lawyered up right away. I, hmm. I don't think that that was done very intentional. One, I, I don't believe that I've seen enough evidence coming out of that police station to feel confident that they have those kind of tactics down just because they, the, they don't have a lot of experience with crimes like these. And I'm not taking, it's not shots fired. Okay. Uh, it just is what it is. Look up the history of that police department and how many crimes that they've had to deal with over the years. And they are severely lacking in that area, which is a great thing. That's not a bad thing. I'm not putting them down for it. It just is what it is. Um, but if, if they were, if they were eyewitnesses at that time, they would not have came out and tried to correct it, dude. I don't believe it. Do uh, not believe that's opinion. That is yeah, opinion. I get your but opinion. I don't believe it. Uh, I just want to say hi to Regina real quick and Elliot. Yes. Everybody remember Elliot. Elliot needs if you are talking to him, you got to make sure to at him to where it highlights his name so that it will read it to him because yes. he's legally blind. But we're so glad to see you again. We still have a ways to go tonight. Yes. Gosh. Don't worry about it. Um so um the state has it has had it the private investigator found it before the prelim it just wasn't against bk what what are you talking about there yeah what are you talking about there casey because i don't see any other comments she gave she gave one at day one it's only the defense wanting to get info okay about the statements from the girls yeah. I think is what she's talking about. I'm still a little confused. Yeah, that's that's my point. Um, that sells my point, in my opinion. Sergeant Friday, also selling a service by building their comfort level and confidence in you, not by talking about you, but them and their issues. That's how I run my sales. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I, I can tell you know you know what you're talking about for sure. Yeah. Baker Act. The girls. Yeah. Is that what you think, Gina? 
that is my question. I wonder if there are any previous cases with the Moscow interviewers that the public can view to see their techniques. Well, this is such like a low crime area as far as it comes to like cases of this magnitude. I'm not sure that there are unless we Freedom of I mean, Information Act request stuff like that, you, which we could. We can, could send in a request to see if there's any interrogation videos they could provide. I don't know. You, well, no, I, I there I is hope one. They would provide there, them. There are multiple. It is the out on the internet body cam footage when they are talking to somebody and giving somebody a a ticket. The read techniques come out in those conversations, and you can see them. They mm. interrupt the person, which is read technique one hundred and one. Do not let them tell you a different story. It, essentially, what they're saying is if the person in front of you is honest and trying to give you an honest reason why this is what's going on, you interrupt them and shut them down. What? And that's what you see those cops doing, dude. Maybe we should pull up some of the body cam footage from out there. Um, I honestly think the point of these interrogation techniques is to make the cops themselves feel powerful. I think that's why they're still being used. I yeah. agree. I think that it feeds an ego, which cops already tend to have right now in our country, and it's making them very hard to do away with them. When you have somebody here, this is what I would call an expert. I don't call police expert on interrogations unless they are certified therapists, psychologists, know about uh, human uh, body language and uh, emotional experience, whatever, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist either, but you guys get what I'm saying. Um, they aren't experts either. They're being trained a read technique and not being trained what officially works the best for humans and human psychology. Why doesn't it? Oh, it did show up. Yay. Oh, yay. Yeah, you're going to have to scroll down to the bottom. Yay! New member, Regina! Yes, new member. Welcome, Regina. We are super stoked to have you. And uh, yeah, I will post the link for everybody else. Um, and uh, we have a growing community and a growing, a, an awesome group of members that are very supportive of each other. And there are multiple people in here with multiple different opinions and theories. And that's what we love. One thing that we're trying to avoid here in Thought Riot is an echo chamber. I don't want everyone to think the same things that I do. That is so boring. I, I want people to bounce ideas off of. I want people yes. that are comfortable enough to say, hey, Brendan, you're full of it, man. You're looking at this thing wrong. Let me tell you why. Um, we want that here. I don't No echo chambers. No echo chambers. We want people to feel comfortable in here that uh, believe literally the exact opposite of us, you know, and I respect all opinions, all theories, all personalities, and uh, we just appreciate having a platform and community where we're able to talk together. So I am super stoked that it's growing and welcome again. We appreciate that and look forward to the continued thought rioting. Hello? You got the emotes now. Hey, Violetta. Yeah. I just added a tomato one tonight too. Everybody. Oh, was you super, did? Everybody was super happy about that. Cough. 
Uh, I see some interesting comments in here, though, that because we're kind of behind on comments. Sorry, guys. It's getting yeah. more and you go more back busy. and forth and back and forth and back and forth. You just go straight down. I highlight, highlight them. them. That's what I'm doing. Hot witch. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it turned out way better than I expected it to. I actually changed my costume last minute. <laughs> Um, Gina said, OMG, I asked for a lawyer and they told me I didn't need one. I wasn't a suspect at that time. They've yep. done that Call to it. me. Call They've it. done that yep. to me. And I was young and I didn't know. So here's my little interrogation story. I was in like eighth grade. There were D-R-U-G-S. Okay. Yep. Going around the school. Dope. There were, yeah, it was dope. It there. It, there were lockers designated for drop-offs and pickups. Um, and I was like kind of a part of it. <laughs> so um, it was actually over summer break. I get a call from a police officer. Well, my mom does. And they're like, we need to talk to your daughter. Bring her up here. Uh, we need to, we need to have a chat. And, you know, she asked them what it's about. And they're like, uh, you know, it's about something that went on at school this past year. Um, so we go up there and apparently they found a note that some kid wrote that they found over the summer break talking because apparently the school no knew this was going on, but could never figure out who it was. They found a note some kid wrote that had my name on it about it. And uh, they 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 read techniqued me like there with my mom and my mom didn't know what to do. She was just like, uh, uh, you know. Like, should I get a lawyer? And they're like, no, if she just tells us what's going on, she won't be in trouble. Uh, I don't even remember how I got out of it, but I remember that it was terrifying. And I had some kind of like repentance with the school. And then they said it would oh. like, like I had to do something with the school. It was like some kind of community service or something like that. But I never, yeah. I never was like officially charged or anything. So I don't, I don't remember exactly how they swung that. But. That sounds similar to me. What's funny is I was, <clears throat> I, I got, I got in a fight um, with a police officer in, in high school. And uh, it was, yeah. A physical altercation? Yeah, yeah literally fighting um, me and my best friend against him. Um, and, uh, it ended up getting me kicked out and it was only like three months into, uh, my senior year, which, uh, I was already one year ahead of everyone else, but so they kicked me out. I went to a continuation school that gave real diplomas and I graduated in two weeks. So I got rewarded. I had to go to alternative school too. Yeah. It was all on the computer. Yeah. I ended up just not doing it. And I so, just, I tested out of school. So I, I was super lucky. I went to the continuation school and it was a teacher that I had in fifth grade that I caused so many issues with. Like it was a, it was so many issues, dude. And, uh, it's, it ended up turning into a lawsuit, getting him fired, all this stuff. And when I walked in, is that the teacher that <clears throat> put duct tape on your mouth? Nope. That's not the teacher that put duct tape on my <laughs> mouth. That was my sixth grade teacher. Okay. And that also was a big deal and, and national television. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I walk in, he was like, I thought that was you. And I could tell he still had resentment against me from like fifth grade, dude. And, uh, he was like, look. 
I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to, I don't want, I think he, I'm pretty sure he said, I don't, I know you don't want to be here and I don't want to be here. So how about I give you all your work? You finish it when you're done, then you graduate. And I was like, cool, let's do it. So I just took all my work and I think it was like eight or nine essays I had to do. So I just went online and bought nine essays and turned them in two weeks and graduated, man. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's terrible. I agree. It's terrible. I agree. And if I'm, if I become a parent, I, that would never happen with my kids. Yeah, no way. No way. So Stephen Avery was wrongly, this is crime sleuthing, wrongfully convicted and got out on DNA was weeks from millions yeah. from WI. I showed all those. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. You didn't talk about <clears throat> them. No, it was just why you were talking. So we okay. get caught up on. Okay. Medication and TBI. <clears throat> good to know, Michael. I, I. I didn't realize that stuff affected polygraphs. Oh, that like yeah. being on certain medications Absolutely. and stuff. Okay, the that it's, show we it's watched. It's a mix between your blood pressure, heart rate, okay. and uh, sweat. Okay, but that show we watched where they're like just tighten your butt cheeks the whole time. No, you have to. You have to start <laughs> the baseline in pain. That's the real. Okay. That's the real real. Okay. If you if when they're trying to get gather a baseline for you and you're in pain, then your baseline is skewed. But you got to watch out for the polygraph because sometimes they'll pick up on it and try and do a secondary baseline without you knowing. Mm. Hi, Bon Bon. Yes. Hey, Bon Bon. And hello. Go up. I, I already said Violetta. hi. I think I said hi to Violetta. Hey, already. Violetta. Hey, Violetta. If I didn't say hi to you. Um, that's really sad to hear your story, Regina, though. It is. It is. It's awful. It's awful. I did read through it. <clears throat> Here, let's go down. Yeah, go we down. appreciate that. One thing, one thing I did want to say to you guys, uh, just... Possibly just to clear air and everything else. I feel like everyone that watches us knows how we feel about it. And we are like super anti drama. Um, so if we love every content creator out there, you guys, literally all of them, if you're a content creator, I look at you as an artist and I respect your work and yep. i will always shout you out even if it's somebody that i don't personally watch i appreciate what you do and i appreciate you and everything you're doing on youtube um so i i just want to be very clear with people that you know there tends to be a lot of drama in the true crime community and we are running thought riot and the true crime talk show like a business um we have been business owners multiple times and we just aren't willing to be a part of that so like when people try bringing up comments about personal stuff or drama or things like that forgive me but i i will not respond with any detail i will keep it very vague and hey i hear you i appreciate it uh but you know this is what we're doing so i i hope nobody takes offense to that but but we're here to offer a platform for you guys to talk with us about things that we find interesting and question and and the goal is to critically think on these topics and try and create a more 
welcoming, caring, loving community that accepts all theories and opinions and works together uh, because we'll always get more done working together. You know, it doesn't have to be a major traumatic event to bring people together. We can go out of our way to be accepting of people. Um, so just to clear the air, you know, if anyone comments or anything, or you want to give us a tip, I appreciate that always. Uh, if it's anything to do with like drama or talking directly about somebody, something or personal topics, uh, you know, I, we just won't engage in that. Yeah. And there's also a difference between drama and somebody like being convicted of something horrific. You know what I mean? Like something really bad. I mean, and then they're out there like trying to, you know, be a part of something maybe they should not be a part of. You know what I mean? Like if we had. I don't. <laughs> like say there was a convicted pedo that was a content creator. Okay. Yeah. That's way different. That's, that's what like I'm the, saying. That's it's like the different. one thing out there because I will have convicted murderers on here to ask, talk to, and understand their point. I'm not bringing them on here to glorify or highlight crime. I want to know why their mind works the way that it works and how it works the way that, that it works. And we're going to stay on topic. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I don't care about people's personal lives. Personal life is your own. Um, you know, we try really hard and I feel like we do a pretty good job not letting, uh, I expect as much personal life from you as I'm giving, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So, it's and, a really good point. I, that was a good statement. I think you, I couldn't have said it better myself. And Congrats on being sober, Regina. That's an amazing oh, feat. Oh, yes. Congrats. Amazing feat. Uh, she said nine years in wow. December. Wow. That's incredible, man. And uh, addiction, every single family in the entire U.S., I don't know about world stats, I forget it, but in the U.S. has been impacted by addiction or drugs. Yeah. Every single one of them, every single person knows somebody that battles with it. Um, so when people have that much sobriety, it is a big deal. So uh, if I could pat you on the back or give you a high five or a hug, I would, um, because that's a big deal. It so, is a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, Brendan got in a fight and his mom got scared. He got sent to stay with his aunt and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> I know the story. <laughs> no, I got sent to stay with my grandma in Huntington Beach. That sounds kind of nice. It was. I'm <laughs> telling you, I, I got I got rewarded for all my bad behavior, you guys. Oh, Bon Bon, five years. Amazing for you, too. Yes, that is incredible, you guys. Incredible, you guys. How Keep do you recover from duct tape, right? Oh, right? gosh. That story is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I will, uh, I'll share that story on uh, our membership. So we're going to be coming out with these, these stories. Um, <clears throat> for our members and like, what could I say? Um, I have a history working with crews, um, to, for big, like big, big, uh, big gains is the best thing I could say. I'm trying to explain it without like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's my history and why I've been, um, interrogated the way that i have but right exactly <laughs> joking i would i would talk to an fbi agent oh for sure yeah. absolutely i'll bring on any fbi agent 
Oh, 28 years sober is also incredible. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's a long time, man. Yes. That is incredible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I man, think you actually said amazing. something about being sober before in the chat, but 20, I don't know if you said 28 years. That's incredible. Yes. The fresh Prince of Huntington <laughs> all day. Absolutely. I, I love Huntington Beach. Love it. I, I have salt water in my veins, you guys. And Chicago, there's no real beach out here. None. Yeah, we we also had some drama in the chat the other day, and I don't want it to ever feel like people have to defend their beliefs in the chat. Um, I think everybody should be able to share and then have a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, don't, we shouldn't have to, like, people shouldn't have to get on the defense to talk about this. Correct. Because there shouldn't be this, like, like, that's why we always make that statement. We don't have emotional buy-in for him being innocent or guilty. Right. We're not set on either. We want to look at the evidence and let it go where it made the way the police yes. should be doing it. Yes, yes. It's the way the cops should be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is so many people will come on here and be like, hey, do you, so where do you guys stand? Do you think Koberger is guilty or innocent? And all, all I can say is neither because this is an open investigation and an open case. So with the current evidence that they have against Koberger, I see it very hard for myself to buy into the fact that he is definitely guilty because this is a weak case. And I can give examples of why it's a weak case. I could give you, if you guys are listening and you want an example, a straight up comparison, go look at Gilgo 4. I say this all the time. Gilgo 4 is what is a real slam dunk case with slam dunk, uh, it, with a slam dunk investigation and evidence against a man. This is so weak. It is so, so, so weak. And I feel like every single like hot, um, every single hot topic that they use against Cobra, like they'll say, you know, Hey, yeah, but he, there's DNA against him. Uh, okay. Touch DNA that has been proven in three that I could find in a five minute period um, science tests that that show that somebody can transfer DNA from one person onto themselves and onto a knife over and over and over and over and over again. So, yes, there is DNA there, but understand how touch DNA and trace DNA works. So. It, it is damning evidence. It is. It is. And the defense is going to have to deal with that. There's no way around that. Uh, it looks really bad. And a jury of his peers is going to look at that and, and be like, oh, man, how did that get there? There is no doubt that that is a very rough piece of evidence against him. OK, and it could be because he is the guy. But it could also be because it got transferred from one person to another or depending on where that sheath came from, it could have been transferred from there. Or was that sheath ever brought up and used as an example in, in one of the court or not court in one of the classrooms when they were talking about criminology? It could have been put on there um, and, and going the fraudulent ways. Is it possible police also had a part in it? Of course it's possible. I do everything I can to trust police and have their back in any situation until I have a reason not to. However, I feel like we have a very good example 
of why we should have concerns if you watch and or know the Dr. Moore part one and part two videos. Those lead investigators that 100%, it is not opinion. This has been confirmed by multiple judges in court that, that illegal tactics and fraudulent setup tactics were used to set up Dr. Moore. Those same officers are lead investigators in the Idaho 4 case. So again, big question marks there. You know what I mean? Then you look at the cell phone evidence. They're like, yeah, but we show him here all these multiple times in this area. Okay. But if you watch our cell phone evidence and, and, and triangulation, I am a cell phone expert. I can read any of that in any way. I dealt with it for 15 years directly with towers. And the first thing you got to look at is what is the tower's coverage? You cannot look at a tower and say, oh, that's a cell phone tower. It covers up to 40 linear miles from any direction. Doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. And there's a reason why the FBI cast group goes and does their own tests on towers themselves. And all of the evidence in this case is like that. It's all like that. It, it, there's all a, okay, I guess it looks bad, but what about this? You know? Yeah. Every our, single piece. Our, our, just our main concern from the beginning of the case is having a murderer on the streets. Whether Brian is found innocent because of subpar investigation and he really is the killer or that they got the wrong guy and there's a killer out there right now. Yeah. My fingers are crossed every day they have the right guy. I want Koberger to be the guy because if he's not, the real one's out there. And that is terrifying. Yeah, I see this echoing throughout the chat. None of us should have our minds made up yet, technically. Yes, we are human, um, but he's innocent till proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And in a death penalty case, it better be even higher than that. Yeah, no, good good point, <laughs> um, Sarge. Crime sleuthin, which case are you meaning comparing PCA to PCA in cases or evidence? I think he meant general evidence of the two yep. cases, like yep. the major hard-hitting evidence with the Gilgo Rex Hurman case versus the Coburger Idaho 4 Because the, so for people that believe 100% he's guilty, there's this idea that it is a slam dunk case. And, and one of the arguments they use is, well, they have DNA of him there. They have cell phone evidence and proof that he's there. Uh, they have video. He was in the general area. Um, they, they have all these things. But technically, yes, they do have those things. But what is the reliability behind those things? And I admit, dude, it, it, until I just recently did that DNA video, I believed 100% that DNA either matched or it didn't. Once I did the uh, investigation into that, I was like, oh my gosh, there's no such thing as DNA being it matches or it doesn't. It's impossible. Every single DNA profile is brought up by a percentage basis of likelihood of a match. It is wild. But yeah, just comparing like what a slam dunk case looks like in evidence, which is the Gilgo 4 in comparison to what a not slam dunk case looks like in the Idaho four. Yeah. They approved a connection to all three of those victims. They didn't even charge them on the fourth cause they couldn't prove yeah. the 
connection. And it also, I, I think they would be able to charge him on the fourth, but it ends up coming down to a situation where time versus money. Are we going to invest more money into a solid oh. prosecution of Hewerman? They want to get him on it, though. The, sure, but they're not going to invest the same kind of time into that fourth body when they have him on life plus on the first three. There's this idea that like, well, the FBI, you know, they, they want to be able to give justice to that victim. I'm sorry, you guys, but that's not true. The FBI does not look at things like that. They are a corporate entity and they have their bottom dollar to worry about. They solve crimes where they can, but if they can take somebody that they know ended four people and get them on three and save money on the fourth and those three put them away for their entire life, that's what they will do. I don't know. Absolutely. They are not out there to be they virtuous. They want to close cases too. I'm not talking about virtue. They want to close cases though. Yeah, and that is closed. And they're investing a ton of time in him, looking into him all over the country. I... I I understand that. I, I get it. But they're not investing a ton of time looking into that one. They're looking at other potential leads, meaning they're not going to continue investing money into that one person. They are going to look at that final nail in the concrete and just verifying and, and buttoning up, buttoning up those last buttons. He's he's done, dude. He is he is done, but I don't know if I entirely agree with you. This this is a situation where yes, it's innocent until proven guilty, but you guys like look at that evidence. <laughs> he, he's it's, guilty. Yeah, he is. Um my opinion. But there was a dude convicted of murder based on trace CNA when the murder happened while he was literally in the hospital. Weird. That's super weird. Oh, there's a ton of examples, Ian. A ton of examples with Trace DNA. There is. And then have literally been exonerated using wait, the wait, DNA. Let me see. If I um and DNA video, see if I attached the uh the science. Mm. And I watched that interview. Uh well, I don't know about if it was yesterday, Bon Bon, the one that I watched. Was she on there again for a second time? I watched one. And I thought it was pretty good, but yes. Yeah, so this video right here, you guys, and for our audio listeners, it is Idaho four uh, dash Koberger DNA workup dash DNA statistics, honest or dishonest mistakes. And then the first two links in here are the tests that were conducted by colleges and experts uh, in DNA and touch DNA. And both of these tests prove that DNA can be uh, placed on, in this situation, a murder weapon by somebody else without you being there. 100%. 100%. And it is actually this video here for those of you that want to see the thumb. This DNA analysis. And the links are down in the bottom. And Bon Bon said she did come on uh, TNT again yesterday. That's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What is that? The FBI cast? Where? The FBI cast did not did not do the work on BKPCA. Exactly. The, which is what a lot no, of people no, no, want to say. They did. The FBI cast did work on... Did it get... It got thrown so out, though, didn't it? The, the cast is... Cellular analysis. I I'm. I'll just look it up. 
Yeah, it, it's about to come out. So this video right here, you guys, let me show you. So actually, I'll show you this one first. So um, cellular analysis survey team. Yes, 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 yes. So that is it. But watch this video right here. So this video, we go into the cell tower data and triangulation. And I know that stuff like the back of my hand. That is my expertise is, is cellular information. And uh, I think I would probably... I would probably be competition against one of the cast team members, honestly. Um, and I have tools at my disposal that they don't have. They have to build their own uh, cell tower reenactment maps or whatever using trilateration and triangulation and geolocation, depending on what it is they're doing and everything. But watch this. This is specifically cell tower data and triangulation. Now, the follow up is tomorrow's video which is this one right here gps satellite data and we actually go into the exact response and Payne talks about working directly with the fbi cast and the cast said told Payne that um that these this is what brian koberger's phone did now sounds great sounds grand and everything um but I just bring up some questions and concerns. And when I put out that triangulation video on cell tower, everyone was like, yeah, but they aren't even using cell tower data. They're using GPS. And what's super funny, you guys, is uh, only someone with expertise in cellular would know this. But cell tower triangulation is the most reliable and most accepting in court. They do not use GPS if they don't have to. GPS is a backup to trilateration and triangulation. GP and the reason being, I, I should just wait for that video. Yeah, I, I explain all this in the video. Yeah, tomorrow. you don't need to explain yeah. it all. Um, Dara said, Brendan, you and Malia, welcome for CA California visits to film. What do you mean, Dara? I'm not sure you mean we're welcome to come to California to film. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I miss it. You I grew up in Southern Cali. Yeah, and I uh, I'm from Northern California. I lived in Southern California, too. But that's why I say dude and bro so much. <laughs> yeah, I and don't. Everyone complains that I talk <laughs> slow. It's totally. I didn't expect people to say we talked slow because I moved from California to the I South mean, and people in the South talk super slow and it always bothered me. So I never thought I talked slow. Yeah. Well, when it comes, when in comparison to like Chicago right. and New York You're and right. the East coast, um, people from Southern California talk slow. I have like that SoCal draw, you know what I We're mean? We're covering Tupac this week on the podcast, right? Maybe if we can fit it in, man. We're going to try to bond bond, but I know that's crazy. We're going to try um, and fit it in. So the police have already cast doubt on the cast when they, they told should. us he yes. was at the scene uh 9:15 a.m. only later to state that it was an error, he was out of the air it, area. Dude, oh exactly. Gosh. Exactly. You you said it right. So I I didn't realize that's what you meant. So they they intentionally didn't include it in the PCA because of that doubt. I got you now. I got you now. DNA um, graded on a curve? Um yes, actually, DNA is graded on a 
curve or percentage of likelihood. And it usually is presented as, uh, and this is crazy, you guys. So there was a Florida case where DNA evidence was brought forward and the DNA expert said, this DNA evidence is one in two, which means it could be 50% of the world's population. And the judge said, that's evidence and we still need to bring it in. 50%. Dude. Gina said, my house was the end house where they found seven bodies on the south side of Ocean Parkway in Oak Beach where Shannon Gilbert went missing across from the four bodies in Gilgo. Whoa, dude. Gina, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. That, that, that I'm crazy. sure that was scary, wasn't it? That is crazy. Being right in the middle of it, essentially. Jeez. Yeah, that's super scary. Super scary. So, but. Crime Sleuth and Looked. Yes, 14th, not the day of killings. 13th is on page 15 of the affidavit. Thanks for that, where they talk about um, it, there being an error with the cell phone triangulation and him revisiting. So, that's what you're saying, right, Crime Sleuth and, is that they, that they said they made that error on the day after, which would have been the day where he supposedly revisited the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that the media keeps talking about yeah, and presenting as a fact. Yes, that's the 13th ping that they want to leave off. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And And you know what else is funny too is so many people responded back to me saying, uh, hey, by the way, that's not true. Apple does give into warrants. And kind of, I guess, most of the time they deny giving the police warrants. There had been huge federal lawsuits against Apple, and Apple has one of the best legal teams in the entire world. So what they do now is when there's a warrant submitted to Apple, Apple complies and gives it gives them, um, what's it called, data that is, uh, I'm having an ADHD moment right now. Um, encrypted. They say, okay, yeah, we'll give you all the data uh, that, that you're looking for. And they give them the encrypted data that is a top secret in decryption code in order to decrypt it. And they do not give them that. Mm -hmm. Dude, Apple is shysty when it comes to personal data. They are like personal data absolutists. They do not play with that. So, sorry. You said no, read the PCA cop said he talked to the FBI cast and did it himself. Okay, we're gonna have to look again. Uh, I've read that PCA so many freaking times and I still go back and have to like fact check. Um, cast is for cell phone towers, cast is for all things cellular related. So they do use GPS. They absolutely do. Because that is do. phone related. It is phone related. Right. It is not cell phone company related. And I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong. We're going to get into it tomorrow, like yeah. real deep yeah. though. Yep, and I yep. feel like he explains it really well. Yep. 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 And later they, did they come out and say they don't believe that's accurate? He was out of the, the area. Background. Where? Um. So 15 years um, in, in wireless, 15 years in wireless. Mm. Um, 
at, at a national level, global level, level um, work directly with uh, America's top corporations, having to break down plan and execute uh, sales packages with the confirmation that it would be successful service. So that would include looking at tower strength, tower data, tower reliability, creating maps to uh, confirm that, yes, we got you, man. You can have this many devices in this general area. If you don't, we're going to put up a mini cell for you. We're going to put in um, uh, a, uh, a a mini box or whatever. We we call them boxes, but um, it's, it's essentially just a mini tower. And uh, it depends on what kind of operating system you're working with, if you're using uh, a, a network connection or not. We have both of them, so. Okay, so. And the um, cast team doesn't, they are working with their hands tied behind their back because the, the wireless tools that I had would do everything that the cast team did automatically, dude, automatically. It doesn't really matter which ping was wrong when it comes down to it. How can we trust any of the other pings? Bon Bon, that's a that's a good point. Um, it needs to be presented with a percentage of reliability, right? In my opinion. Thank you, Dara. Uh, so Crime Sleuthin said that's not exactly accurate. With all due respect, if you pull up the full cell tower site map, there are lots of towers in the Moscow and Pullman area, depending on your carrier, and they hand off. I don't know if you saw no. the cell tower video, but we pulled up maps and he has he has some really good maps where he shows their exact coverage. Yeah. Um, even down to like what service you're gonna get, like 5G, Here, I'll, 4G, I'll 3G. Show you real quick. It it doesn't work that way exactly. Mm. I, but you're right. You're right, you're right, crime right. sleuthin, but right. There are 30 towers in the Moscow area. However, I think it's more than 30. I, I'm, I'm averaging. Um, but all of those except for three, and one of them's questionable. So two, um, and honestly, even one of those is questionable because it's a mini tower. There is only one real tower in Moscow. The other two are mini towers or small cell sites. Um, but those other 30 towers that you're talking about are closed network lines, meaning only <clears throat> police, um, emergency services, emergency services, yeah. uh, hospitals, um, and anybody that has a direct connection to those NXO or PXO. I'm forgetting it right now. Uh, ADHD. It might be, even be CXO. Uh, those CXO lines uh, you have to have an access to them and you can only gain access to them by having the exact SN or SEID uh, preloaded on that network. They are all owned by Verizon. The other two towers are, it, there's not different towers for different carriers. There are three total towers, one real, two mini sites. All of them use it. All of them use it. Right. And and from what you were saying, because she was saying they do, okay, they do hand off carrier to carrier. I worked at AT&T Wireless for years, but would love to see the map. So I think he was saying you're right about them handing off carrier to carrier, right? That's what you were saying that she was right about? 
What? That they hand off carrier to carrier. What do you mean hand off? That one cell know. site works all carriers? Yes, but that's one because- One tower has yes. the little things. I don't remember what they're called for each cell phone company. Here, uh, this right here. This is one This is one cell site. They're called cell sites. And uh, each row is one carrier. So this is what you will likely see. However, in Moscow, um, there is- Many, uh, there are two mini cell sites, and those cell sites are on the top of. I don't remember that name. It's one of the students. It's the it's the it's the Phyllis yep. Tower, so something the, like that. And there's a water tower also. So these are the three towers. Anything else are closed lines. They are NXO lines. Even this is an NXO line. Right here. This is not an open line for the general public to use. It is one in the two, three Moscow right there. Area. Um, and this is the only real tower. This is a mini tower, and this is a mini tower right here. You're talking about the blue dot and the then, blue dot. Yeah, Correct. the blue dot is one, which that's the one on the water tower. Correct. The other one that and actually you can see it here. This is the right. blue dot right there. Yep. Um, and then the one below yep. it. So the blue dot is the water tower. The one below it's the Phyllis Tower or whatever, yep. and, which is a mini one on top of a building. Correct. And then the one to the south is like a legit cell a phone legit tower. eighty, uh, or I'm sorry, two hundred and eighty foot tower. Two hundred and eighty foot tower. And and so this isn't that is the this is only a one sided tower. That's why it's not a true tower. Uh, it is on the side of a water tower. And it only covers 120 degrees of one side. It does not have 360 sides of coverage. And there is right here. This is the one on Theophilus. And this is the coverage, the range of coverage. And as you can see, it barely covers King Road right here. Um, this is the water tower coverage that does not cover King Road right here. Nor does it cover most of downtown. And then we have, and this is the building it's on top of. And then this is the only real tower. You can see the difference between the 360 coverage. This is a closed band. This is a closed band. One, two, three open bands. And that is all that is in Moscow. Those closed bands do not, they do not hand off. There is no handshake. Okay, so these the are one, the closed bands. The one to the south and the one on the building, not the water tower, are the only two that cover King Road, right? Yep. I'm sorry, it's FXO. FXO. So this these are just six examples of the closed lines. And there is no frequency connection. They are completely and totally closed off. They don't give you any details to the okay. public. Crime Sleuthan has a question real quick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is it true that one of those towers serves Moscow and Pullman and a person could be in one place yet ping off the other? Um, so I think you're talking about... It's the tower in Pullman, isn't it, that does that? So the tower in Pullman does do that, but um, the one in Moscow, <clears throat> the only way that you would be in Pullman and be able to connect all the way down to King Road as if there was something wrong with the other two towers. Uh, otherwise, oh, if that's what you're talking about, maybe that's what you're talking about, Crime Sleuth, and I apologize. So um, will it 
hand off to these other two towers? Yes. So one thing people get wrong is your phone is connected to all towers at all times, all of them in range. You are not connected to one. But not the closed <clears throat> ones. Not the closed ones. So you are, if you're, if you are triangulated like this here, if you're triangulated, hang on here. If you're triangulated right here, and this is you, you are connected to all three of these towers. You're just prioritizing one, but all of these towers are sending a frequency to your phone, and that's called the RTT time, round trip time of frequency. And that RTT time is in uh, sec is uh, I say seconds in the video, but when I say seconds, it's just easier than saying milliseconds every time. Um, but it's it's measured in milliseconds um, from how long it takes for the frequency to get to your phone and back, and that's how they best guess your location. Um, did you ever look into that specifically though? I don't remember if you actually looked at it to see if you could be in one place and ping off the other. Yes. Did you? I did. Yep. Okay. I don't remember. What do you mean? If you can be in one place or ping off the like, other, could you're you connected be in to Pullman. all towers. Could he have never left Pullman and ping like he's in Moscow because he's connecting to one of those towers? Yes. Uh, so which I just, one? I just don't remember if it's the, the, Villa whatever tower or the water tower one of them does cover that area because that's the main road in and cell towers always cover the main roads in so yes i think the water tower is the one that covered the road in <clears throat> from what i'm remembering i remember it did this weird kind of thing where it went off really far to the left and then it went off like far to the right and covered a bunch of like kind of the top of downtown but yes, not down yes, towards yes. king road and the university yes 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 <clears throat> absolutely absolutely anyway. so like <clears throat> so cell phone towers are are reliable i don't want to say they're not reliable they are they just aren't reliable in moscow you guys like in my entire career in wireless and, and working with, you know, leading companies, working with Apple directly, working with Google and YouTube directly. And that's how we have YouTube uh, contacts and Google contacts, um, which can help with the channel and things like that. Um, they. Uh, oh, good night. Oh. Thank you, Anne. Yeah. Sorry we missed your comment. I'm sorry. Have Anne. a great night. I fear still here. Yes, we appreciate, we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you big time. And I hope tomorrow goes okay for you. I know you're, you know, going to the hospital early. Yeah, but we will send our positive thoughts your way. But what I was saying in short is cell phone triangulation is a big deal and it is reliable in literally every situation except for Moscow, you guys. Uh, Gina. I'm on 11 out of 16 satellites, not towers. I saw your little short video you tagged us in, yeah. Gina, showing your little box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh, but it, that's it's incredible. Yeah. What is that box specifically so, make you do that? Like, no, I don't, no. I don't understand it's that. It's satellite TV. It's, okay. it's a network uh, for TV service, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. But so uh, GPS triangulation it 
Yeah, they can triangulate triangulate with three towers, but not in Moscow. At but not in Moscow at one one two King Road or no. whatever. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, they could not do that at the home. No, there's no way to do it at the home, mm -mm. which is insane to me. Yeah, it's because of the tower placement. So how do they pinpoint a person's cell location? He goes really into depth into that crime sleuthing, and I know you said you're going to watch the video and pull tomorrow. Um, but yeah, he talks about that a lot. It's, it's the RTT time. Like yeah. you were saying, uh, the round trip time here. I'll, uh, so towers are split up into three segments. It's a really interesting topic because when, when you really look into it, you see how this isn't reliable in this specific case in the, in literally and, just this case in this guys. case. And I found an article on the Hi Idaho statesman from months ago where a specialist was talking about it and he's like if i were the prosecution i wouldn't bring this up because they're gonna be wrong yeah like yeah. the defense is gonna bring somebody in and they're gonna realize like oh we are wrong yeah yeah they're, like they're this big is not time reliable wrong. yes yeah. yes they're way wrong like i would have stared way clear of this a hundred if i'm the prosecution I wouldn't have even brought this up, dude. I wouldn't have even said anything That's about it. That's what he it. was saying in the Idaho Statesman article. Yeah. I'll post that article in Discord, too, because it's just, also interesting. Just bringing it up has given defense firepower to make the prosecution look like they're mistreating Brian Koberger. Looking yeah. at it from a court perspective. but So just explain the pinpointing real quick. Yeah, I... Real quick. So this is how this is what you would see cast break down here. And uh, all cell phone towers when it's not a mini cell and it's an actual tower with 360 degree coverage and looks like a triangle. All cell towers are a triangle. Um, and each side is one of those sectors. So we'll just say A, B and, and C, A, B, C, uh, just for simplicity. Then this is the tower you will be placed somewhere in this sector. So they would be able to say, oh, uh, crime sleuthing. So we see that you're in sector A here. Your RTT time as you're on the phone here, which is a reliable connection, is 12 miles from the tower because it's taking your RTT time is like, you know, uh, 1.3 three milliseconds which that's not real it'd be more than that but um 1.3 milliseconds so we know that you're roughly in sector five to six or in sector a between range five to six which it which could be anywhere between uh nine and 12 miles and then what they can do with that is just one tower is in most places, like a good example is the YNW Melly case, you guys. He was under 10 towers, 10, and that is common. That is like if you're in New York, I bet you're under 50 towers all the time. That's wild. But yeah, but in Moscow, like there is just no towers, dude. It's, it's one of the wild. I've only seen that in like three different places. One of them, Montana, one of them, Moscow, and one of them, New Mexico. If I think it's New Mexico. Maybe it's Nevada. But um, it's just so uncommon. So uncommon. And every extra tower you have, the more reliability that creates. Moscow is just like, oh, strange, man. Yeah. I don't know how to ask these kind of questions when it comes to this stuff exactly either. It's kind of confusing to me, but I feel like I understand it a lot better since this video and the one that's going to come out tomorrow. Yeah. It's also really good. 
Um, Crime Sleuthin had to go. She's got to hop on a panel, but she said she's going to yeah, watch tomorrow. For sure. Um, we appreciate all the we questions. We haven't been Love arguing, it. and we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, let's see. Catch up on a few comments real quick. That they're not going to put something in the PCA that hurts them. I mean, unfortunately, they did. It's not. Listen. Oh, thank you so much. I you create your own karma. That's a cool name. That is. That is. I love that. So, um, and Miss Tandy. Hey, welcome, we are in welcome. Illinois. Uh, why not for Moscow? Because of the lack of towers. Yes, and tower placement. So, like, dude, so it, is it possible to have three towers overlapping at 1122? Yes, I guess it's possible if you're pulling from Pullman, the down south towers, and the uh, and the the mini cell tower. But the problem lies in those towers are lit a line, a straight line. So it's the south tower the the mini tower and then the pullman tower in a straight line yep it's not going to give good overlap nope so wait i know regina said i know elon has a satellite or something from ukraine to make calls do we do we use anything we like do. that we do and that's what this is right here Hang on. Well, Gina has a comment kind of about that, too, with phones, because she said it's not cable. It's for phone, I think, is what she's saying. I have to read the comment more in a second. So that's this tomorrow, you guys, right here. This will be uh, tomorrow at 8.15 p.m. Mm. But yes, they we do have that. We do. Okay, where's Gina? Okay, yeah. Gina said, not cable. I don't watch TV or have cable. And then she said, and thank you, Sarge, for telling everybody to like. Please like the stream. It helps us get it out to more people. It really helps yes. support the channel. Thank you, thank you. Um. So Gina said, that is from Verizon because I keep calling about my phone being hacked and that I told the FBI they're in trouble and they have to give me a new phone and a new number and they refuse to. So, so, so is that, um, is that the, uh, I forget what Verizon calls it, but it's essentially a home phone base that ties directly to your cell phone. Is that what that is? I don't remember Verizon's number. I've worked for every carrier, but Verizon, you guys. Tons of info at all of them, like text messages that can't be objected. I I don't think they. What does that mean, Violetto? You'll have to let us know what you mean. Maybe you're responding to somebody else. But yeah, I uh, I maybe I'm confident enough in my cell phone experience that you could you could put me up against any expert. I'm telling you. So they sent me that box and now it's like I have 36 phones on yeah. my phone. It's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I've is I've never that. heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm not talking to Verizon or I'm waiting for Elon's Neuralink implant. Right. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Verizon is uh Verizon's gonna give you the slower download speeds, but they're more reliable. Um just because they have such a deep 3G, 4G network, but their 5G network is like super trash. Good night, Sarge. Yeah, good night, Sarge. We appreciate you. 
Um, Regina, you said you're a psychic. <laughs> Look at these like, towers. A legit here. psychic, or like joking? Like I read your mind. I Pamela, I wish I was better with tech too. Yeah, the these are the towers here, you guys. We're Look out, at Verizon. We're outside the Chicago area. I don't want to get too specific on location. You never know. Yeah, we're in Chicago. Um, uh, you create your comma. You create your own karma. Said sounds like VoIP voice over internet protocol. VoIP. What is that? Uh, it's it's what I was saying. So it's a it's a network connection that is the same thing as what a cable box would be, and then that cable box works as a mini cell tower and satellite that connects directly through your phone. So instead of running your cell phone service through a nearby tower, it's running your cell phone service into that box. That box is then sending it to the nearest uh, GPS satellite site and then popping it up into the satellites above us, in the 30 satellites above us, and then back wherever it needs to go. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's stream will be interesting on the satellite data. Yeah, yeah. We got a ton I, of I questions think it's about it. Super interesting stuff, you guys. I and I love it. I I liked working in that area. I just things changed in life, and I was I didn't I didn't want to be. I was tired of managing people, so um, I was over a lot of people, and it took a lot of time. To be honest. <laughs> So I went back into a straight up sales position. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I, this is why we wanted to do this because yep. I can't tell you how much I've learned from you guys. I've learned so much from our community and viewers. I mean, it is incredible and I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's why from from the beginning of the podcast, we wanted to make sure like we didn't want to come at it like we're experts, you know, like I feel like that's not the way to approach it. We wanted to, to learn with everybody. Kinda. Now, he's an expert in this one topic. Yeah. <laughs> but other things we are very much not experts in, but we want to learn with the viewers. We want to investigate. We want to increase our knowledge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, no, no. So, okay, I'll answer this first. Um, so yes, kind of, kind of. So GPS tracking and data, it has to do with satellites, but it also has to do with things like geolocation, which is a blended trilateration, cell tower, GPS, Wi-Fi. Uh, it's a blended search and that, that creates coordinates for um, your phone. And it it might not be called that, but that that's what it's like. That's what it's like, so that you're not using the cell towers because you you either use cell towers or satellite. You can't use both. No, yeah, no, no worries, no worries, Pamela. No, not at all, not at all. We rep Chicago, but we're just outside there. Chicago's huge, and. We're just in the suburbs, baby. <clears throat> what is it? 
that's one of those fake backgrounds, isn't it? That's not what that. No, this, both both of our backgrounds are legit. Look. Ian said Gina should post a glossary in Discord of all the ways to get past online swear word filters. <laughs> yeah, we're I, I think we're obsessed with like materials because back here we have animal fur. Or like fur, it's not animal, but and then we have our grass background. I'm not obsessed with this background. I would like to make some changes to it. This is all him back here. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, I just can't get over the fact that I, are you guys going to lose your mind? Like I am. If all the conversations around the survivors, um, Koberger and people close to the investigation aren't recorded. I just have a feeling. I know. I just have a feeling they're not recorded. I can't tell you why. I have a feeling too. If I had to pick the most effed up from the tech standpoint, undoubtedly the most BA piece of coding I've seen so far, and especially specifically one that we know has been used, is the is Project Pegasus. Yeah. What's that? I don't um, know what that is. And Elliot, I saw you getting ready to tag us. What's up? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Project Pegasus is essentially a uh, uh, spy-ish tool that uses all data connections around you. Everything. Literally everything. So, like, with the right authorizations, it can use your phone to connect to my phone, to connect to this thing, to connect to that thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I, man, I'm going to lose my mind if they aren't recording those. It has to be recorded. I, there would be no reasonable explanation why you wouldn't record a conversation or an interrogation around one of the biggest cases of all times. I would lose it. I would lose my mind. Same. And yeah, you're not kidding, Karma. You're not kidding. <laughs> so, shall we get back? We went off on one heck of a tangent. It's all related, though. It it's is. It's all related. But should we talk more about interrogation? Yeah. Or are no, we... we can talk more about the interrogation. That's why I was kind of pulling it back to the interrogation. Um, and make sure you guys hop on here. And hit that like button. It helps us get the out notify, there. The notify button. Oh, yeah. Notify and like. And uh, it uh, it will help us get out there, get further. Um, and uh, we'd appreciate it. We're, we're hoping to get to a point where we can do this full time, you guys. And, and really up the ante of uh, breaking news coverage when it comes out and, uh, you know, but, but not have it like media. I, Elliot, that's a super funny comment. Yeah. <laughs> Naperville, yeah. the, the fancy part. <laughs> we don't live in Naperville. <laughs> she wouldn't tell you if we did. Well, no, but we for real don't. <laughs> eh. 
Yeah. Oh, we're talking about um, the the interrogations or conversations with BK and the survivors. Like, if none of that is recorded and they pulled them into a room and talked to them, uh, Bethany, Dylan, Brian, and none of it's recorded, that's a problem. Because that's not standard. We don't really, Miss Tandy, we don't really have a standing or a position on the case as a whole or specific people. We see a lot of shadiness. We see a lot of holes. We see a lot of evidence that doesn't have, um, you know, it's not solid. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all got holes like Swiss cheese, man. It's not the slam dunk case that they're putting it out to be. We don't have um, a standing on innocence uh versus guilt we just bye violetta want to follow the evidence where it goes and see the trial and see how it plays out but we're gonna dig into that evidence and call it out when we see you know the mistakes thanks gia yeah thank you so much and good night violetta yes um yeah we're we're just hoping to be evidence led um and for me personally, it's important that uh, one day we could look at the evidence and say, I don't feel confident that Brian Koberger is our guy with the evidence that we currently have and, and put us in a position to where the next day, if something were to come out, be able to change our stance and say, well, with this new evidence, I, this is, good evidence for the prosecution against Koberger. I think it's possible he's guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing I forgot to do, I did want to make a statement because on our last two lives, we touched on the, the, the Blum stuff and um, we saw that they responded to that, that, that according to the Gonzalez lawyer, they responded and said that none of that stuff or he hadn't talked to Blum. I guess they didn't say that oh. none of it was true. I think he said that they never talked, which gives the assumption that it's not true. Um, and uh, that that helps confirm things for me. But it, it leaves me with questions still. Wait, weren't we going to pull that Where up? Where did that come from? Aren't we going to pull that up and the response? Yeah, we can. Okay, so where is it? Answer this real quick. If you had to make up a percentage, how close would y'all uh, say you are to being able to go full time from Ian? Like that's a hard question. Thirty-ish, <laughs> I guess. Not really. Yeah, it depends. It yeah, it just depends. And yeah, I miss Jay Ray and Amanda. So do you, I love all of you guys, but you, they're they're always here. Oh, I need and to. It's a, it is different not having them here. What, can you pull up uh, that article? What article? The article you were talking about us sharing. Huh? You just said, aren't we going to share that? Yeah, not an article, just the statement from the family and then the statement back from um, Blum. Yeah, but we need that. Okay. It's an yeah, article. I can send it to you, uh, but no, I don't have an article. I just have pictures. Okay. I screenshotted his response, okay. yeah. and then we have a screenshot of the family. Yeah, I the the Elantra the Elantra gets me 
too, just because there are multiple other Elantras in the area confirmed during that time that also didn't have front license plate were also white, but were tinted windows. There are two others. One of them is a concrete confirmation that it was in the area. The other one is not concrete just because we don't know what happened to that other side of the story. Yeah, but I, I think it's possible, but I also think it's possible. So I think a lot of people look at Blum right now. Excuse me. Gosh, I'm. Do screenshots work okay? I think I, okay. I should be able to pull it up, but. You can also go um, to his Twitter. I think that uh, my opinion on people in any situation, and I, I try really hard to keep it like this, you guys, is especially with all the people I encounter in sales and business and things like that is almost everybody, like 99% of people make decisions believing that they're doing the right thing. And that includes things that they're doing that are manipulative, fraudulent, or lying. Most people believe they're doing those things for the right reasons, even when outsiders can clearly look at the subject and topic and be like, oh, that is shady. We don't trust that. That is fraud. That is lying. That is not uh, a good thing. So I think Blum believes what he's saying and believes what he's doing is the right thing that doesn't make it the truth though and i think it's very possible that steve could have said those things however that is a felony um so i also think that he that there's a good chance he didn't say it. It's so hard, man. I've thought about reaching out to Blum to see if he would come on here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us should trust anybody, uh, Regina. And um, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that there's this, there's this saying in corporate America that is uh, trust but confirm, okay? And that doesn't mean trust people. That just means agree. Like if someone says, hey, hey, boss, I finished this thing. My response would be, okay, great. I appreciate that. Thank you for finishing that. And then I would go confirm that it's finished, right? And I think that's the best way to approach any situation, including these, where when an article comes out, okay, great. That's awesome. I love that that information is out there but then let's confirm after. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think a lot of people got so offended that content creators, including us, come out and speak about the newest, hottest things, but there's a way to talk and or critically think about any information that's coming out while being upfront and honest that, hey, I, I just don't know anything about this writer. I don't know anything about this content. I don't know anything about any of this information that is being passed as truth. And we should, we should still be able to talk about it. In my opinion, I don't think 
I don't think we should ever put a mouth guard on talking about anything. I feel like that is like thin ice. Yeah, and I think I think that it could be a combination of truths and not truths, okay? Uh, His believed truth. Yeah, it, it could be a combination of things, because uh, Howard Bloom has been boots on the ground covering this case yes. since the beginning. So Absolutely. I think there could be some truths in there mixed with some falsehoods. Um, I respect him. I don't, but, I don't know how I feel about him writing on this case in this fashion while it's still open in this way when we don't even know what happened. I don't know how I personally feel about it. I don't know if it's ethical or not. Well, what I mean is but, I respect his commitment in what he's doing. When I say I respect that commitment, it doesn't mean that I'm co-signing what he's saying okay. because I'm not. I respect his commitment to trying to find the truth, understanding that his information that he is putting out there might not be the truth. Right. He's writing a story. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But again, that could just me be me being overly optimistic and positive. I try really hard to look at the positives and goods in everybody and anybody. You know what I mean? Yep. I feel like the negative aspects of somebody is their personal thing to deal with and the positive aspects of somebody are what people around them should highlight you know yeah agreed okay i sent the email with the family statement which by the way for some reason this statement is slightly different than the one put out on a lot of media so i don't know if this is the original one or what it was sent to us by j ray um through discord and i thought it was really interesting because it's longer than the other ones so i don't know if she got like the earliest original form of it or what so there's is that everything nope then there's his response okay so let's read their the family's response first and then his oh man hold on it's forcing me to download it Do you see it? It'll say screenshot. It's right there. Okay. So this first? Yep. Okay. Hang on. Let me. Yeah. Just bring it over there. Okay. Okay. So following up on the blum stuff okay i know we're a couple days late i apologize for that we we follow a schedule and hopefully one day we'll get to a point where we can pop on here and be like hey guys breaking news you know but we just aren't there yet so um all right do you want to read me read go ahead you can do it you can mm -hmm. see it better than i can number one or not <laughs> what Pulling out the glasses. Yeah, these are fake. Okay. They're just for looks. So I can look smarter. Mm. Okay. One statement by Gonzalez family. As it is 
common in these situations. People try to make money off of the dead. It's a free world and people can write and say pretty much anything they want these days. Most of the time, my family and I just ignore the chatter and the noise, but lines have to be drawn somewhere. I recently sent it. I was recently sent an article on airmail by Howard Blum describing Kaylee apparently quoting me and completely making up a fictional story about FBI letters, etc. Mr. Blum has recently Mr. Blum recently has used the murders to get back into the spotlight, appearing on an NBC show as well as a book he is writing. He has reached out through our attorney several times to speak to us, but we have declined. I just want to make it very clear to the public that we have not spoken to Mr. Blum about the death of our daughter. He were Mr. Gonzalez and has gone through the tragedy of having a murdered daughter and what he has experienced and still experiencing and is still experiencing. This is nothing more than grandstanding and a very poor attempt at getting attention. This piece is obviously fictional, but written in poor taste. The Gonsalves family would ask that everyone please respect the victims of this tragedy and continue to support trustworthy journalism. Bam. Yeah, what was the typo there, though? Hold on. Yes, that's what I'm going for. All right. Look at it's only one lens. Can you guys see? Is one eye bigger? I can't tell because my glasses. Hey, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello, Amanda. Miss Rivera. All right. So, we talked about this article, right? What are you looking up? I just wanted to know what that separation was. If there was a missing piece, because it, it didn't flow. Yeah. So, that was the response to what we read and covered the other two live true crime talk shows that we did. Um, now, that came out following that right those those three pieces that we just read actually they're still on the screen for you guys um and then howard blum responds with this a brief response to the statement by the gonzalez family attorney one i have no wish to get into a public argument with mr gonzalez he and his family have already suffered too much pain two we both agree that I never interviewed him, as the article clearly states. Three, my portrait of a grieving father was based on a trove of texts he wrote that were made available to air mail, his public statements and interviews with people close to him. Hmm. Okay, so the only part that that was missing is it says, in this article, he writes as if he were Mr. Gonzalez. So right here where we have this missing part where it just starts with he. Yeah. And be right before that, it's supposed to say in this article, he writes as if he were Mr. Gonzalez and has gone through the tragedy of having a murdered daughter. Ah, oh, that's what okay. it's supposed to say. Um, yeah. 
Gotcha. That's the only piece that was missing from that. It must have got cut off in the screenshots, but I found the full thing. So. so, theories. Do we think any of Blum's article is real? There was some new evidence in there, right? We heard about Dickie's bodysuit. We heard about um, receipt for a knife purchased. Is this somebody reaching out like one of the people that have come out with these grand stories? I don't want to name drop, but you guys know who I'm talking about. The two women that claim to be women that came out with stories. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't know. Did I, Howard Blum get approached by someone like that? Yeah, and and from what I've seen, he has done many interviews with many people surrounding the case, just not the Gonzalez family because they denied, they said no every time, um, according to him and the Gonzalez family. Yeah, I also Ian. don't think he would need to like bolster his career based off of this. He's already had a really good career this far. So I don't know if I agree with the Gonzalez family that uh, this is him trying to get attention. Um, yeah, I don't really I don't. agree with that. I, I don't know what his motivations are or where they lie. Um, but I don't think it's for attention personally. Yeah, I... I would like to know what you guys think about it, though. I think I always go back to, I think everybody is coming from good faith. That's where I try and pay attention to everyone. I think he's coming from a place of good faith. And maybe he missed the mark. Maybe somebody reached out to him. You know, I... I just have a hard time putting somebody down regardless of who it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not responding directly to the claims. I, I agree. I think there could be truth to these things, but I think that he could have also got mm -hmm. gotten a hold of some false information too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Supposedly he talked to somebody close to them which did he vet that source does he know that somebody that's actually close to him you know what's really odd is i just had somebody text me earlier saying hey how are you and i was like who is this and then they sent me a picture of themselves and was like hey remember me i'm this person and i was like and it's like her in an office like sitting at a desk like and i'm like does she think you're a guy? Like it didn't know. That's not what she brown, said. She said, a, she said a girl name. Like, are you this person? And it was a girl's name. And I was like, no, sorry, wrong number. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. My assistant must have put the wrong number. And I'm like, how'd you get my number? <laughs> like, I'm literally across Who the knows? country because their yeah. number is from San Francisco. But like anybody could text anybody and say, I'm so and so. You have to be able to vet that source. I, they could even I send agree. you pictures to try to prove it's them. I think that's a great point. I really do. I think that's a great point. And what's interesting, too, is how recent did the other author come out and say that he released his book on this? No way. You guys get those same texts. Should I not have responded? 
Probably not. Can they do something to my phone now? Do I need to do something to I don't make know. sure? Yeah. I, don't I have faith in people too much sometimes. Um, but I saw Regina say, I, <clears throat> so J Ray did send me the search warrants, like in the list of things they found. I think that's where they're saying there's a receipt, but does it say specifically in the warrant that it's for Dickies? I don't, I, I don't remember it saying that. I'm going to have to look again. Uh, so Blum said it was for Dickies. Blum Regina, did. Steve G from his own mouth said he checked Jack's arms. It was that in an interview, Regina? Yeah, I'm not sure. Gosh, it is like really pouring outside. It is. I can't hear anything. Yeah, it's like popping off outside right now. Good thing it's not tornado season anymore. Tornado season was rough. Yeah. What what do those 20 something people <laughs> Oh, there's an active tornado right now. What what do those 20 something pictures do? It's in Florida. There's a tornado in Florida. If you're in Florida, watch out. It's by Tampa kind of, kind of. What do they want? What? What does the 20 something picture of women in offices want? Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't say how many items are on that receipt, right? Yeah, I know that's been out for a while. Wouldn't wouldn't that be funny if it was a receipt that has like a purchase and a return on it? <laughs> right, Gina. I, I would be super surprised if he kept that receipt too. And like, I I feel like most people within his age range would not keep that receipt unless they had a reason for returning it. Um, it was a gift and they were going to give it to somebody and give them the receipt in case they didn't like it, which I did see uh, harsh reality saying that like his dad is like um, some kind of like blue collar yeah. worker. Yep. Uh <laughs> electrician i don't know i can't remember but that like maybe he gave it to him as a christmas gift or was going to or something like that but they do say that they haven't been able to locate obviously the knife but also the dickies that the police haven't been able to find that my only thing is I don't know. I you read both mind. of these? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What do you guys think about his response? <clears throat> I, I don't think there could have been a better response. That's really? it. Yeah. So. I wonder who provided those texts. Like what friend is going to get a bunch of texts from a grieving father and then be like, here, airmail. That's so messed up. They probably sold them, right? They probably got money for them. Who knows? Like I said, I think that the source is important in this situation. 
I really do. Guarantee you it was for, that's another thing, keeping receipts for taxes. Yeah. Maybe. But would the police station ever require Dickie's coveralls? Like long sleeve coveralls? Um, Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. That's really yeah, loud I thunder. <laughs> Hopefully the internet does good. It should, but you never know. We're good, though. There's only tornadoes in Florida. <clears throat> BK kept this receipt as a trophy. Yeah, yeah. I just hope, and I, I'll keep saying it till I'm blue in the face, I hope that we see his guilt. I hope there is a ton more evidence. A ton. We're in Illinois, Chicago. Yep. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, the, co thought... the coveralls are kind of speculation. I don't know that it's been specifically, that's like a specific official thing. Yeah, that'd be so messed up if it was just Dickie's pants. Oh my gosh. Like it just says Dickie's? Yeah. Here, let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, they, they said that it was supposedly $49.99. Yeah, we are in the hood. Hood rich. Oh, no, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I can't go through all that right now. Yeah. I can't remember which page it's on. I'll look later. There's a shirt also that has an exact price. Ah, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Walmart in California? Dickies are 50 bucks a pop? Probably. It's ridiculous. Probably. Uh, all I used to wear is Dickies. Dickies shorts. Thirty nine. Yeah. They don't have a tag. Well, Christina, it's not a tag. It's a receipt. They're saying that he had the receipt. Yeah. And they can't find the actual item either. Dude, a rain poncho would make way more sense. It, it would. Plastic. Right. Any, anything other than coveralls that are made of thin cotton and polyester would make more sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We were joking the other day saying that, should we make a video where I get a pair of Dickies coveralls and like sp spray it with a yeah, liquid that's actually, consistent? Yeah, same consistency as yeah. B-L-O-O-D. Everyone wants us to really do that though. I And then yeah. get in the car, like take it all I off, mean, get in the car and then see if you have any transfers. No, we you got to make it glow in the dark like UV 
reactive. We drive a BMW. I am not getting in the car with stuff all over me. I really want to do that. Not happening. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys can for real hear the thunder. <laughs> That's funny. Baseball. Is baseball like... Oh, wait, basketball. You're talking about basketball. I'm not a sports person. Sorry, people are going to hate me for that. <laughs> wait, what am I doing? Oh, the, the coveralls? I'm game to do it. I just don't want to get in the car. Maybe I can put something on the seat. Yeah, you just line the car with the shower curtain. Okay, okay. There you go. I just don't want stuff all over, man. <laughs> Gina said she's the same way. There, it's it's just because of the leather in there, and I it'll absorb anything. Yeah. See, everybody was saying we should do like real <laughs> Romeoville. Yeah. B L O O D, but I don't think we should. I think it. We wouldn't be able to show that. Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to show it on YouTube. Um, because they have an issue with B-L-O-O-D. They do. Even just saying the word. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to do something that's like dyed blue. You know, something like yeah. that. And then put something in it that would make it react to UV light. So then we can take a black light and see everywhere that it transferred. Or. That's your challenge. Don't get in the car. Or get like get that and change the color so nobody knows it's that oh good idea bon bon you don't even have to get in the car you just throw it all over you and then take it all off and then see if any got on your clothes or yeah. on your body yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 good suggestion that's we don't have plan. to get in the car that would smell bad yeah agreed i think it would be blood would smell terrible yeah Someone did a video like that already? No way. For real? I know that in the Delphi case, Mob Crew, their channel, did um, with another guy. I forget his name, but he's like an expert investigator or something. He did like the the like BLOD test to make yep. that F. Um, and the way splatter looks and, you know, touching all kinds of things. Was it was it? interesting. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Serp is also very sticky. It is, it is, but. All right, everybody. I think that is the true crime talk show for tonight. You guys are right, though. The syrup is a good consistency. Yeah. We usually go a little bit later, but with the storm and everything, it would really suck to have it knock this out make sure you guys come back tomorrow for this one here it's gonna be a good one i feel like we invested a lot of time this week into editing and i feel like the editing is pretty good and even this one you guys this one is gonna be crazy 
This is Sunday's. And the evidence in this, oh, mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Yeah. It is mind-blowing. But uh, come hang out with us tomorrow. We will be back at the same time doing the same thing. And uh, make sure you hit notify on here. It should be showing. I think these two show up at the very top right here. The live streams that follow it. But in each live stream, I always put the link right here in all of them. So you should be able to just click bam. And then bam. Good to go. And one more time, I will attach this for you guys one more time. Give me one second here. And I did put in all of our socials in there. So um, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. And people have said they have a hard time finding our Twitter because of... Uh, it's the only one that's not at Thought Riot Podcast. It's at Thought Riot Pod. So, yeah. Wait, is that it? Did I do that right? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Awesome. 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 Um, Elliot. They don't like B L O O D. So when you're a creator, you can see when certain things aren't available for monetization, when they're getting suppressed, yes. things like that. Like you in the back end, you can kind of see when things are downtrending and uptrending. And there's certain words, and it's kind of a guessing game because they don't tell you straight up. I know. They don't tell you straight up. So um, frustrating. But there's certain words that can be a problem. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Have similar followings. Okay. You're right. There are people yeah. out there who are, um, it doesn't always make complete sense. Unfortunately. No. Um, the image I feel like the image honestly could be worse than saying it if you're throwing B-L-O-O-D on yeah, somebody. It I, could potentially be. I think it could. But I think where our plan is for the channel is to grow it into something bigger with potentially multiple people and different broadcast news type coverage. So um, we try and keep it as gpg rated as we can while still critically thinking you know um so any age safe so we'll do a little investigating and digging but yeah and i can see you gina yeah you're just fine we got you you're not blocked from here yes 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 good night everybody thank you for the well wishes and the the Yes. The goodbyes. Bon bon. I agree. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, our Patreon. That's the only thing I didn't 
send is the Patreon. The Patreon is uh, patreon.com forward slash thought riot podcast. And we do put like audio on the Patreon and things like that. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how I can release content early while still keeping it scheduled for the daily and morning releases and things like that. But we're working on that currently, guys. Um, any support is much appreciated and we appreciate all of you. And this is the true crime talk show by Thought Riot Podcast. Yeah. Got you, Bon Bon. I, I saw your comment. And everybody have a wonderful night. Yes. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>